0: releasing the trump affidavit the judge is going to hear the back and forth over the pros and cons trump cfo in court expected to plead guilty in a tax fraud case cdc overhaul we learned some hard lessons over the last three years Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. It's a key day in court for two matters close to former President Trump. First, the struggle over whether information in an affidavit linked to the search of his Florida estate should be released. CBS's Catherine Herridge. The search warrant shows three federal laws are in play, including the alleged unauthorized taking, disclosure, or destruction of government records. Later today, the judge will consider if law enforcement documents that justified the FBI search should be made public. The Justice Department claims releasing the affidavit could serve as a roadmap to the government's ongoing investigation, chill future cooperation by witnesses, and harm other high-profile investigations. And in New York, there's an expected guilty plea today from the former chief financial officer of the Trump Organization to fraud and tax evasion charges. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman. Alan Weisselberg intends to plead guilty, and surprisingly, he is going to cooperate, not directly against the former president, but against the Trump organization, because what you're dealing with here is a plea of guilty to tax violations where he got perks, things like tuition, cars, rent, and that they were not accounted for properly. The president may still be in the clear as to this case. A Trump endorsement has helped many Republicans during summer primary voting. Now he appears to be hoping an endorsement will hurt two Democrats in New York. Dan Goldman, who was an impeachment manager, and incumbent Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney, who's been pursuing his tax returns. Political scientist Larry Sabato. My guess is that Trump figures his endorsement for Carolyn Maloney and Dan Goldman will be the end of their candidacies. But they could also portray it for what it is, a satirical approach. Admitting government health officials have not met expectations during the COVID-19 pandemic, the head of the Centers for Disease Control is orchestrating an overhaul designed to restore the public's trust. We made some pretty public mistakes and we need to own them. Dr. Rochelle Walensky tells CBS News the CDC should have better explained its guidance and pushed out data faster. We need to incentivize a commitment to communication, to communication at all levels, not just to our academic and scientific and public health partners, but to communicate to the American people. Walensky's reorganization will have two scientific divisions reporting directly to her. Promotions now based heavily on published work will be retooled to focus more on improving health impacts. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Infectious disease specialist Dr. Celine Gounder tells CBS Mornings change is needed. One is having better real time access to data. So, data dashboards that really give you a sense of what's happening, where you live in real time. The other one is keeping up with 21st century communications approaches. So that includes things like social media all the way down to in-person town hall events. There are new calls for Californians to conserve electricity with a heat wave intensifying and wildfire danger running high because of lightning from thunderstorms. Big concern is a five-hour stretch after 4 p.m. when people often return home from work and boost the a.c. and run appliances. Andrew Campbell of UC Berkeley's Energy Institute says demand on the power grid has to be carefully watched. It has to be balanced like from second to second over a very, very big area for it to work. Supply and demand needs to always be matched. There will be triple-digit temperatures in parts of California today and in some sections of the Pacific Northwest, too. Jim Cantore of our partners at the Weather Channel is tracking it. This is going to go, really, this heat right in through the weekend here. Unfortunately, not a big break coming. Places like Yakima, Washington, Redding, Oregon, Boise, and Idaho all could set records over 100 degrees, just absolutely baking heat here. A federal judge has awarded $650 million in damages to two Ohio counties that won a lawsuit against the pharmacy chains CVS, Walgreens and Walmart for distributing opioids, creating what was called a public nuisance. It's not clear whether any money will have to be paid while that decision is appealed. Two court rulings in the Carolinas on abortion. Here's CBS's Jim Crisula. South Carolina's law that bans abortion around six weeks has been blocked for the time being by the state Supreme Court. State lawmakers are considering new abortion restrictions. In neighboring North Carolina, abortions are no longer legal after 20 weeks of pregnancy following a federal judge's ruling prompted by the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v.ersus Wade. Kansas is in the midst of a partial hand recount of the decisive statewide vote in favor of abortion rights, a move forced by two Republican actors activists, even though the margin was so large that the recount won't change the outcome. In Tennessee, a prison kiss has led to a murder charge. Authorities say a 33-year-old woman used the kiss with her inmate boyfriend to smuggle a balloon pellet filled with methamphetamine. It later burst inside his body and he died of an overdose. In Keller, Texas, a school library has removed dozens of books and could ban them altogether. It began when Allison Groom and other parents complained about the book titled Gender Queer, a Memoir. Some of the pictures that I saw were beyond disturbing. Just to think that our kids have access to that, I mean, it was pornography. Now there's a list of 40 that will be reviewed, and among those on it, the Bible and an illustrated adaptation of Anne Frank's Diary. Well, there's a new record for one of the NBA's top stars. LeBron with the steal, all the way, LBJ! LeBron James has become the highest-paid player in league history, signing a two-year extension with the Los Angeles Lakers worth $97.1 million. CBS Sports NBA writer Colin Ward-Henninger. LeBron's going to be turning 38 years old. He's got two more years on his deal, player option. Who knows how long this guy is going to play. I think we need to sit back and kind of appreciate how great this guy has been able to be for this long. That player option could keep James with the team past his 40th birthday. An animal abuse case in Illinois is grabbing headlines and sparking donations. Mercer County Animal Control, following up on an animal welfare complaint in western Illinois, found almost 200 dogs living in a home in filthy conditions. Word spread quickly. Some children collected money at their lemonade stand. Volunteers with the Collie Rescue Group drove from suburban Chicago to take some dogs. And Andy Plumley showed up at Mercer County Animal Control to make a donation. I just saw that there was 200 dogs and I know to feed our animals it Costs a lot and I know it takes a lot and they eat every day. Karen Planbeck of Sherrard, Illinois is charged with aggravated animal cruelty. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News, Chicago. In many school districts, teachers pay for some classroom supplies out of their own pocket. Now for the first time in 20 years, the IRS has raised the amount teachers can deduct from their taxes for doing that from 250 to $300. That's the World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.